0: Blog Talk Radio. and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page 1 with Lavar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio.
1: And what's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? You are tuned into page one. I am LeVar here live in Chicago tonight on this uh, Friday, November the 6th, or uh, day two of America Held Hostage, or day three, three. <laughs> I'm broadcasting uh, from Vegas tonight. My wonderful friend Mary, how are you?
0: Two, three. Now i got to
1: start counting over. Sorry, that sorry. was a very bad joke. I'm
0: fine. That's <laughs> 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 a
1: very yeah. bad
0: joke.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have to think about it. Well, for those of you trivia buffs, what I played at the beginning, if you had cable, you would know that that was the HBO feature presentation. There is a reason for that. Because this weekend, on Sunday, marks the 48th anniversary of HBO as we know it. Uh, HBO launched, initially transmitting to 365 teleservice cable subscribers in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. It operated as a northeastern U.S.-based regional service, and it was one of the first cable-originated television channels. And their inaugural programming that evening consisted of, well, the first thing that was shown on HBO was a movie of Bonus points if you know what the movie was, but it was actually the 1971 Paul Newman-Henry Fonda film, Sometimes a Great Notion. And then immediately after that was an NHL hockey game between the New York Rangers and the Vancouver Canucks. So that was on HBO 48 years ago Sunday, which is amazing. Um, I like little... Small tidbits like that. Don't you bet HBO wishes they probably still in some way had sports?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you think, right? I'm sitting here (laughs) so dumbfounded with the Canucks part.
1: Yes, the Vancouver Canucks. (laughs) (laughs) Also, because I know some people like it when we do mention it today, it is National Jersey Friday. It's always the first (laughs) Friday in November. Uh, It is actually also... National Nachos Day, I love nachos, and Saxophone Day. Uh, For you ladies, unfortunately, you are a day late because yesterday was National Men Make Dinner Day. Um, (laughs) Which would have meant I
0: would have starved.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was also National Cashback Day and National Donut Day. And this weekend, uh, it is National – this is weird – National Play Outside Day, which is the first Saturday of every month. Uh, also, uh, National Bison Day, National Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds Day, which is weird. Uh, National Cappuccino Day is on Sunday. Um, National Parents as Teachers Day is Sunday. And National Harvey Wallbanger Day is also on Sunday. So, yeah. Harvey who? Harvey Wallbanger.
0: Just wanted to see. I just wanted you to say it again. That's all. That's it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Negative. Also, before I forget, uh, next week also is Veterans Day. So, please thank a veteran. Veterans, thank you for your service. If you're listening, or even if you're not, thank you. (laughs) So. I want to make sure I got that in. Um, But, yeah, this has been one of those weeks. Um, (laughs) I guess it's the elephant in the room. We can't really go past it because it is news. But just briefly, uh, first of all, we hope for all of you that are out there, because I've talked to a few people this week, and it's been mentioned time and again on the news about how the level of anxiety, especially leading into what was Tuesday, is pretty much gotten worse for a lot of people. And I know personally some friends who uh, I've reached out to this week who pretty much have kind of shut themselves down uh, because of everything that is going on. And I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist. The only thing that I could say and support is just to keep the faith. Uh, hopefully, you know, everything reaches a conclusion to the point of where your anxiety is not as bad. Um, it's trying times, but it's not like we haven't been in trying times before. This is a different time, but uh, it's nothing that we, as somebody always said, can't get through. Um and actually they said that liquor sales have gone up. Uh which <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Um, I I don't know. It, it's uh you know, kids look to us and say, Hey, is it, something like this ever happened? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not like this. But um you know, in the meantime, do what I mean the only thing I could offer up what I've done, stay away from the T V. Uh, I mean, not stay away from, well, stay away from the news. Don't try to let it consume you. Uh, Do what you normally do to kind of keep your mind off things. You know, watch other things. Um, And actually, here's a weird thought. Try to have a conversation with friends and say, hey, let's just talk, but leave politics out of it. (laughs) Um, And just talk to friends some of you haven't had a chance to talk to each other in a long time and catch up and I think too the anxiety of still being in and seeing COVID numbers go back up uh, that even labels it more so it's like it's tension right now we just need to loosen it I don't know if you listen to us hopefully it does so uh, how are you Oh, i I.
0: This is actually okay for me because at this point I never understood. I mean, I I did understand. Let's back it up. I just did that I didn't get it. I couldn't wrap my mind around how you count through so many votes so quickly. And I know people are very anxious right now, but there's a lot of things that are going in, that are getting involved in it. And um, I am happy that the democratic process is working. Regardless of what happens, I'm not even going to talk about what the results are going to be. I don't know. But at least the democratic process is happening. And that makes me happy. So my anxiety level for that specifically thing, I, I'm, I'm chill on that one. Um, for COVID numbers, for um, missing friends and missing that connection that you have with the other people and the other human beings in your life, yeah, that's that's something to do, and that's something that's out there that's very that can make anyone anxious, and it does get to me at times. But then you have, to, like you were saying, you know, do what you got to do to get to mind off of it. If it's something where you can't talk to someone, is it, you know, it, out here you work at a casino and it's a different time that you're up versus when your friends are up read, catch up on some of the fiction books that you have in your house or go online and read comics or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, find those healthy outlets as well as some of the not healthy
1: ones. Yeah. Uh, we do have a little, it seems on for this Friday night, this is one of the things where I will honestly tell you all, We don't really have a lot planned for tonight. Don't know how long this show will last. Pretty much I've kind of been holding off because there's so much breaking news and so many things that have been happening. Uh, CNN just reporting uh, a few minutes ago, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows uh, has coronavirus. Uh, He now becomes another member of the president's staff uh, who has now gotten that, and we do hope uh, for a speedy recovery for him. You know, this really is something that – You really don't want to play with because I personally have had a friend and a coworker test positive for that this week. And right now, while they are doing well, um, they cannot taste uh, and really cannot smell. And I did talk to someone who had it worse uh, this week. It was good to hear her voice. Uh, She had it every which way with the taste, the smell. Remorse for what he did, and even applauded Turner for making a commitment to set a positive example going forward. Um, it's uh, so pretty much he will not get uh, punished for that. Uh, you okay with that?
0: No, I kind of knew it was coming. Like, no, I'm not okay with it because you know the rest of us lowly people in the in the in the dregs have to deal with fallout whereas if I just say I'm sorry on T V and throw money at something then I, I get out of it. So and it's it's already too late. Like his behavior has already been caught. It's already been advertised. It's already out there, so Is it gonna be a positive thing or a negative thing? it comes it comes back what happens when baseball starts up again whenever that is <laughs> I was going to say next season, but I don't know whenever whenever baseball starts up again for whenever that is and however they start up again, depending on what all the things are around it, that's when we're gonna figure out whether whether the fallout is worse or better. I mean, look at what happened with the NFL. They took a dive just from people kneeling one year. So it it could be good, it could be bad, it could be indifferent. It just really depends.
1: Speaking of the NFL is continuously getting test after test coming back. Uh, A lot of people surprised they went forward with the Thursday night game between the Packers and the 49ers, and now comes word you your I know it's not yours, but your Raiders out that way were fined by the NFL for uh not really staying on top of the coronavirus situation and they are going to appeal. Um and a lot more people are saying now that it looks very very likely that there will be a week 18 of the NFL season and that uh you know and that also you may see an expanded playoff. Uh um, I'm not for an expanded playoff because it's bad enough. You've got some teams who are horrible this year that don't deserve to even get to where they're going to be getting to. But an expanded one I think is going to water it down, that one team that just happens to get hot could knock off somebody that deserves to be there. Um, Luckily, in a way that did not really happen with hockey this year, I think the teams that were going to be there were there. it kind of, in a way, happened in the NBA because a lot of people wonder if Miami really would have gotten to where they would have gotten to um, had situations not gone the way it did. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure for the NBA, uh, they were probably happy with the way everything turned out. But, yeah, it's it's in college football. There's a couple of, I think, Pac-10 games that are now canceled, right? For one, Yeah, of them, I know it.
0: yeah they haven't. I thought so, it was too, but, yeah, definitely there's been a lot of different translations, and I'm okay with a week 18 for the NFL. I kind of figured that was going to happen anyway with everything that was going on with the positive tests that were coming through, but the expanded playoff, I I don't think that's appropriate. I guess not I don't like the playoff system as it is now, so why would I want even more of it?
1: Right. (laughs) It's money. It's all about money. You know, it's the exact reason that the NBA is starting... Right after, or right before Christmas, it's about money. At the end of the day. Oh yeah. So, who knows? Uh, still ahead tonight to kind of give you a preview of where we're going. Um, there was an article out about hiring managers, and they shared their number one resume lie that could cost you the job. We will explain. Uh, also, uh, you know. The topics that come up when we don't do this show (laughs) sometimes (laughs) get very interesting. Uh, We're going to discuss something that came up in conversation uh, this week and tried to put it to the test. Unfortunately, uh, the test that I put out there, I did not give enough time for people to complete. Uh, The test went very quickly. Uh, So, therefore, a lot of you didn't get a chance to respond. If any at all, <laughs> um, so uh, we may repost it. I like. We'll explain what happened and, and we'll tell you. Also tonight, uh, we will. Uh, I will have a commentary uh, on things that have happened this week. Didn't want to go there. Normally don't, but I will. Um, and of course, like I said, we're always here. We will be keeping an eye on everything that's going on uh, online. Uh, live look at what's trending. Um, and continuing on with our conversation here, uh, I know that, uh, one of the other things that I saw this week, and I was kind of surprised, and I don't know, maybe it's just Hollywood, I I don't know, but this brought up an interesting thing, because I saw a lot of people's responses, uh, to this story, and it involved, uh... Actress Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green. And of course, they are separated. And on Halloween, Brian posted a Halloween photo with their youngest son. And in an Instagram post on Sunday, uh, apparently, uh, well, pretty much to give you a background the picture showed him in a Yeti costume and their son behind him in what appears to be a Spider-Man outfit. He's doing some pose, and he captured. it, hope you all had a good Halloween. And while a lot of people thought it was innocent enough, at least Megan uh, went on a public rant, ripping him to shreds, and she wrote, why does their son have to be in this picture? It's not hard to crop them out or choose photos that they aren't in. I had a great Halloween with them yesterday, and yet notice how absent they are from my social media. She continued saying, I know you love your kids, but I don't know why you can't stop using them to posture via Instagram. You're so intoxicated with feeding the per- uh, base of nature narrative that I'm an absent mother, and you are the perennial, eternally dedicated dad of the year. You have them half of the time. Congratulations, you are truly a remarkable human. And then she also said, why do you need the Internet to echo back to you what should be inexhaustibly evident? and the way your children love you. And he's posted his three boys' faces before, so it's strange to a lot of people that she flipped over this. And Brian Austin Green has not responded. But a lot of people actually came to Brian's defense on social media, with some saying that they couldn't understand that she has the same opportunity to post their kids, and just because she didn't, that he didn't have to not post them as well. So in this one, based upon what you see and what you know, because I know this happens a lot with people who separate, and then there's a whole thing of perception and how you look as a parent. But was Megan wrong to pretty much go off on him on social media like that and uh, chide him pretty much for... Putting the kids out there and quote trying to look like a good dad.
0: Yes and no. Um, this is not a very cut and dry thing. From experience, it, as a co-parent, you should be speaking to your other parent about the expectations for um, children, including privacy. So if you're ch- if you have issues with privacy about giving your kids kind of a quote-unquote normal life which people that are t- that are somewhat famous tend to have to discuss then that would be something that you'd have to you know like that's a very specific thing that co-parenting should have been covered with like hey I don't want them out there I'd really appreciate it if you don't put them out there either if you're gonna put them out there make sure that the faces are covered I mean there's plenty of Hollywood parents that do show their kids that their kids' faces are always, like, either cropped out or they have, like, an emoji on them or, 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 you know, they're covered up or whatever the case may be. Like, that's fine. Um, should she have done it on social media is where I think she's wrong. That should have been a private conversation. I don't think that should have been her chiding him in public about how he's going out to the Internet To get his, to get that that feedback from the outside world about him being a good father is just as much her fault now. For her going out to the internet to say you're a bad dad, or you're a bad ex husband, boyfriend, separated parent, whatever the case may be, you're a bad person to me because you're making me look bad by doing this she's doing the same thing that he she's accusing him of doing so that's where I'm kind of like okay I understand what you're saying keep your kids private I get that she's absolutely right you can crop them out you can take pictures without them I have pictures out on social media with my child and and those pictures were not facing the camera um her body's cut out. We use blurring, we, you know, those kind of things because it's it's a it's a privacy issue in my mind, and only certain people get to see what my child looks like, you know. Um, so there's plenty of ways to do that to keep your child's life private, especially since they're underage. I just don't like the way that she went about it, and maybe she went about it that way because she's not getting kind of that response privately. I don't know. And I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine what the discussions are privately. But it should have been kept private. I think that's where she's gone kind of do as I say not as I do. And that loses some credibility.
1: It kind of seemed from her post. And I'm not, and like I said, it, this is where a lot of people were kind of defending Ryan because the way that she posted it kind of was like, hey, I chose not to post him, but you posted him makes me look bad stop it and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were saying well if that's the case you know you could just as equally post your kids as well and not feel mm-hmm. quote like he's trying to posture towards the you know general public and mm-hmm. is it a learning lesson you hope it is should she have gone public and sometimes i don't know what their uh communication is like <laughs> If it's a quick phone call, I'd be like hey, I don't know why she couldn't do that. To go on social media is kind of almost hypocritical because it's like you're trying to posture as well with mm-hmm. trying to put yourself out there looking good. And I was like, you could have mm-hmm. just called him and be like, hey, man, what are you doing? Crop the photo. And I'm pretty sure that hopefully he would have you know complied and done that. Now if he didn't and she had called him and he didn't, I I can understand her kind of going out on a rant on Instagram. But to just kind of like go out there at the beginning and then be like, hey, you're trying to make yourself look good, stop doing that. I was like, there's a lot of times where I tell people, you know, things will be a lot more better and you don't put your laundry out there if you just kind of like go one-on-one. I'm pretty sure she's got his phone number or whoever his assistant is or whoever another family member is. And is she concerned about – Privacy, if she is, I'm all for that, because privacy is the most important thing for families. Uh, Unfortunately, the Kardashians don't handle that, but (laughs) privacy is the most important thing, especially when it comes to kids. But, I mean, if he was doing it for that reason, or he probably told her, or if he was, like I said, we don't, if he was posturing towards that, bad on him, and he shouldn't be doing that. Um. But I feel like situations way, can always be handled a little better than what they could be. Um, instead of us now kind of seeing like this like um, tone between the both of them, or things happen between the both of them, it's like that's not good for the kids in the long run. Uh, luckily, they're not they're too young to probably be on Instagram, but you know it's stuff like this that you know I think it's much better handled behind closed doors. You know, if you have an issue with it, just call them, tell them crop it out. And like I said, if he didn't, then I could see her going public with it. Uh, but, yeah, it's...
0: Even then, I don't think she has the right to if they're separated. And this is where, that's why I said it's like, it's a weird thing. It should be a co-parenting thing. There should be a discussion between the two parents about how they're going to handle it. Looking at the picture, it's an innocent picture. It's not like he's going out there going, look at me, look at my kids, woo! You know, that kind of thing. It was an easily cropped picture, Absolutely. But just because she doesn't want him to have it out there doesn't mean he doesn't have the right to have it out there. Uh, to quote Mrs. Alfire, they're his goddamn kids too, you know? So he has that. He has the absolute right to do that. As a co-parent, they should be having that discussion, and it should be for what's best for both of them as well as their kids, and their kids should be the ones that are coming first. Right now, It just seems like petty arguments between the two. Well, I'm not doing it, so you shouldn't do it. Well, you two aren't together, so you can't make that call. Well, you're doing it just to make me look bad. Is he? Is he really doing that? We don't know. And that just makes that whole thing with everything out, by putting that out, that airing that dirty laundry out there, it's making them both not look great. But – it's making Megan look even more the the, and I don't want to say it, but she's looking like the the jilted lover kind of thing. She's looking like that the the mean ex, right? And she may not. She may have very great intentions. She may be putting her kids' intentions first. She may be very, very loving and caring and all of the things that she needs to be as a mother but because it went public in such a way, it's undoing all of that. And I don't – and that's not fair to either one of them or the kids, and it should be about the kids at that point.
1: Right. Wow. Well, we shall see. Uh, Hopefully that's just a one-time thing out of that relationship where there's a disagreement in public. But, uh, yeah, a lesson learned for all, I'm sure. Uh. Still ahead, like I said, uh, hiring managers share their number one resume line. It could cost you the job. Also, we will discuss uh, a question put out in regards to a relationship question. Um, we'll have more on that. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> we'll also take a look live at what's trending. First, tonight's commentary. And before I go into tonight's commentary, a couple of things just to mention off the bat. First of all, any comments uh, made by me on this program do not reflect the opinions uh, of my co-host, does not reflect of anyone else that would appear on this show. Uh, All views are my own, and pretty much this is the good thing about having a show, is that you can do that. Uh, Also, um, we try to not, as we've stated time and again, to really go into politics, but of course with this week. And the things that have happened, and in the corresponding things of what has happened in the last uh, few days, uh, it has kind of led me to take that lid off for just these few moments. You know, I remember in eighth grade uh, running for class vice president, lost that election by six votes. I still remember it. At the end of the day, no falsehoods were given about voter fraud or votes purged from other classes. The honorable thing was to congratulate my opponent and move on. In high school, a loss for homecoming court was met with disappointment. I didn't dare mock the system or spend early, you know, moments saying that it was rigged or going back early before school even started. Living in Chicago, trust me, I've seen a lot of elections that could have went either way. In the end, the quorum set in and reality settled, and it closed the results. I've seen a 2000 election that could have gone ugly turn into a true lesson in political lessons on loss. You could say the same about elections in 1980, 1992, 2008, and 2016. But each time, democracy and decorum won out. Here we are in 2020, and once again, our nation sees itself divided by a close election. The caveat to this one is that a sitting president who for months, even before a single vote occurred, down the very democratic process that was a model for other nations and We've seen other old regimes develop. And on Tuesday night, the president single-handedly, by his words, said that the process was a fraud, which is still baseless and unfounded. pretty much said that you, the American voter, that if your vote wasn't counted by a certain time, that it didn't count at all. I can go on the argument of wanting poll watchers wanting to watch the process, which they are. But to inflame agitators that you know were waiting for those, you know, pretty much uh, dividing words, it's unbecoming of a public official and flat out inexcusable for a president. And I would say that whether Donald Trump was a Republican or a Democrat. I won't mention the names of the so-called people in the last 48 hours who have threatened beheadings, shootings, fighting. Those comments are inexcusable. And... They're undefendable, and those people will have their day with their conscience. For now, the only just and moral way to pretty much country, Mr. President, is if you, as a patriot, as you say you are, is to do the right thing and honorable thing of allowing the process, this time-honored process, to finish out without dragging it through the mud. I'd like to believe that there's still a small shred of dignity or decency if you still have it. And for those that are looking to be agitators, your cries and months of being patriots turns you to being hypocritical if you can't let an American right, such as everyone's vote, be counted. For those with anxiety, I hope you are well. In these next few hours and days, your stress will be tested. Stay the course. Stay the course with your faith, as there will be better days ahead. The world is watching. And may we look deep down within ourselves and all do what's morally right, not only for ourselves, but for our children and for a nation we all love. We'll be right back with more of page one here on Blog Talk Radio.
0: You're listening to Page 1 with Lavar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary.
1: And we are a little bit halfway through page one. Lavar, along with Mary here. And if you're just joining us, where have you been? Um, <laughs> I always ask that question. But uh, we uh, are about, like I said, halfway through the show. Interesting article that came out this past week. And I know that some people are going to be going through the job process. And I was quite surprised. Uh, but people still did this. And while hiring managers hate all resume lies, a recent survey finds that some lies are worse than others. The job site Top Resume asked 629 professionals to rank the most serious of the 14 categories of resume lies. Uh, I'm, I would be afraid to ask you, but did you ever, like, buy a smidge, put something on a resume that... Uh, I, I don't, I, see, me, maybe I'm too honest. I can't. Because I know stuff can be checked, especially now. If this was probably like 20, 30 years ago, it might not be checked as much. I, I don't know. But <laughs> nearly all respondents, 97%, said that they'd reconsider candidates with any type of lie. Nearly half of those surveyed were HR professionals, recruiters, or hiring managers. Topping the list were lies about technical capabilities, licenses, and criminal records. Yet the biggest deal breaker, according to respondents, was lying about an academic degree. Eighty-nine percent of hiring managers felt that this was the most serious lie, inching out even criminal records. It's one of the most common lies that applicants tell, according to top resume career advice expert Amanda Augustine. Many candidates don't want to be disqualified from a search when a job listing asks for candidates with degrees. Still, it's a dangerous lie to tell. Employers can easily verify this information through a background check. Instead, be honest and upfront about your level of schooling, she says. So many people assume that others have flawless resumes so they want to fib. Ask yourself what skills you have to offer and focus on that. And they do say that if your degree is still in progress or if you're taking a semester hiatus, be clear about that on your resume and note the expected graduation date. Trust can be hard to regain if hiring managers discover you misrepresented yourself. Are you shocked that Degrees is like the one thing That is like a no-no Over criminal backgrounds
0: No I'm not shocked About that but I am shocked that people would Lie about it because that is so easily Checked you can yes. you don't even need to Like actually do a, like A heavy background check for that that's a Google search
1: <laughs> And a phone call uh, I'm It's a phone highly call shocked. And a Google search And, and I'm like You can- yeah that was just you could easily call or I mean you went to university, you could easily check that out and I'm shocked that people would lie about their degree. That's insane i <laughs> I'm shocked overall 'cause like anything you put on there, like I said, because now of social media, because now of uh, other ways to really track people down, um, even websites that pretty much show everything, including who you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. That's insane. Uh, Quick thing, too, before I forget it. uh, Yesterday uh, marked 10 years of podcasting for us, or for me. (laughs) uh, Started here uh, doing podcasts, especially on Blog Talk Radio, uh, November 2010. And uh, you probably have been inundated, (laughs) and I use that term lovingly, but you probably have been inundated with a lot of tweets uh, from me uh, over the last 24 hours thanking um, a lot of the people who have made this show or made these shows work because I can't do this without everybody. And if, you know, you definitely don't want to hear our me I'm not interesting, and I have nothing interesting to bring. Um, oh, please. <laughs> but I did seriously, you know, it's so funny that when you have a chance to reach out to a lot of people who you haven't had a chance to talk to in a minute, uh, how many people reach back out? And you wonder when you do shows if people enjoyed their time or if they, you know, uh, you know, would even come back. Uh, I've had so many people. Uh, who want to come back for an update and who want to come back on. So now this pretty much is uh, probably going to spread into the new year, which shows uh, once we get schedules uh, figured out. But I am anticipating a lot of new 411 lounges coming up soon. And uh, like I said yesterday, when I started all of this, we'll do a retrospective show at a later date. News pretty much has kind of um, taken that over. But... Uh, When I started this whole thing, uh, one of my dear friends, Stacy, started out with me doing Eye on Hollywood. Uh, I can't thank her enough. And, of course, my friend who you hear here every Friday night has been a huge part of shows that we've done here. A lot of shows. (laughs) Um, You know, they say that you uh, are able to count your true friends on one hand, Um, and she is definitely... I can count her on that one hand. And, and my friend, thank you so much uh, for being here <laughs> doing this, because you don't have to. You can spend your Friday nights being like, nope, want to stay on the couch? Yo, do you. <laughs> oh, you're you're doing else I on this you I thought there was night. somebody else
0: online with you. I thought there was somebody else that was doing this. You were talking about somebody interesting. I was like, oh, who's this person we're talking about?
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no. It, you know, this show is a collaboration here, and you, you do and bring so much to it. I mean, I could probably step away, and you could probably do this show, and you'd be fine. But, um, you know, this what we do here, it pretty much is a labor of love. We don't get paid. <laughs> we definitely don't get that. We have no sponsors. Um, and yet, Those of you who either listen or provide feedback, it's appreciated because I really forgot. I mean, I think I did thank the listeners. I said thank you for listening, which means a lot, especially when you're on this side of things. Thank you for listening. For all those who've been guests, thank you. We're going to continue doing what we're doing. It won't stop. So thank you, thank you, thank you before I even forget all of that. Um, Now, the reason why I love having my friend here is because if you listen to a regular conversation that we probably have over the phone, uh, anything pops up out of anywhere. And I, <laughs> So, you know, uh, instead of me um, <laughs> introducing this, I'm,
0: sorry. I'm, already I'm going blushing. to have
1: you tell the people out here uh, the question that came up, and then I'll tell the people what my answer was and why it surprised you.
0: The question has evolved over the last couple of days since we've talked about this, but basically what came up was, um, it it came down to someone, like a female, and I'm going to just use me as an example, a female, me, living with an ex that I'm friends with still, and in my mind, just friends with, starting to date a third party coming in whilst I'm still living with the ex. Third party knows that the person I'm living with is the ex. The ex would be, in this case, someone of the opposite sex. So we are talking about a heterosexual relationship in this one. We're not talking um, homosexual. We're not talking bisexual. We're not talking asexual or polyamorous. We're talking... And this specific question, it was about a heterosexual relationship where I was living with an ex-boyfriend, lover, whatever you want to call it, and started dating someone else. And the question was, would there be a problem with that as the third party? Like, how would there be a problem with that? I can't believe I'm asking this out loud again. That's so funny. Uh,
1: Yes, because... And your uh,
0: answer was...
1: Hell, yes, it would be. <laughs> the reason why I said that was because, as a guy, and I was highly shocked that she did not know, but I was like, but if there is another guy in your life, uh, even if they are a good friend, because you are so comfortable with them, the the guy that you're dating is going to be like, he's always, there's always that option. <laughs> the shock is
0: still there i can still hear you like i cannot believe you still don't know this and here's uh, the thing this just brings to light and this is what i was thinking about when you said we were going to bring this up tonight it just brings to light the difference between the way women look at relationships and how they're very compartmentalized about those relationships and they don't cross those lines at least in at least i don't want to say women specifically me. I don't cross those lines.
1: You can't tell me that other women would not feel the same way if they were dating a guy. They come over to that guy's house and there's a woman there that he's living with that is a a single heterosexual woman and that they're good and they feel comfortable with and she's walking around in nothing but a towel. That you feel comfortable with him living there with her?
0: There, There are exes for reasons. That trust to be there now. Granted, if I found out that was an ex and that was like the first introduction, like, "Hi, here's my ex. She's walking around in a towel." Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, this Ross is gonna and take Rachel so were to exes too, and
1: so were Sam and Diane on Cheers, but we all know what happened at that rate. <laughs> but yeah, but yes. it, it,
0: it just brought to it just brought to glaring light how people look at relationships so differently. Because in Mm -hmm. my mind, and again, this is very specific. I'm going to keep it very specific to me when I am saying you are my friend, you are my friend. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be, hey, let's do some naughty naughty tonight, you know. I don't do naughty naughty with my friends. I'm trying to think of a friend that I may have done that with. I don't. Um, If I'm interested in you, then I'm not going to ever call you my friend. I'm going to be like, this is the guy I'm talking to. This is the guy I kind of like. Isn't he cute? Like, there's this, you're not my friend. Because I don't want you to be my friend. I want you, I want to be naughty, naughty. And then there's the exes. And you're exes for a reason. I'm an ex with people because we grew apart. We, we didn't see eye to eye. We decided. It wasn't working. We were friends to begin with and tried it and it got awkward, or whatever other reason. There are very specific categories of people. And there's very specific categories of people that I also don't like. If, let's say, for example, I'm living with a married couple, that would be weird. But that's not going to happen either. They're married. That's off-limits. Like, there's very specific boundaries about things, and that's at least in my world, in my bubble. And it's just weird to have it kind of busted by everybody else that's been outside. And there's been people on both sides agreeing with me and disagreeing with me, people agreeing with LeVar or not, that it's funny to look at those kind of viewpoints.
1: Yes, that's why I was like... uh, that's why I was like, nope, I was like, you know, there's guys that pretty much would be like, nope, not feeling comfortable with that, sorry. It would probably be different if that guy knew the other guy and if you all were pretty much within that, quote, same community, possibly. But even then, Mm -hmm. always that thought in the back of that guy's mind that, hey, if I really screw up one day, she comes home crying and he's there, you know,
0: And he knows how to comfort her?
1: Yeah, emotions happen, and people have wants and needs, and things can happen.
0: He's fulfilled them in the the past?
1: Pretty much. It's never off the table. It's never off the table. table. (laughs) I I
0: just have to remember that guys think with their other extremities a lot more than just their brains. Apparently I'm emotionless, I think, with my brain.
1: Uh, but uh yes that's why
0: um i would love to hear other people's opinions about this please take if you're going to put up the poll again i really want to hear other people's opinions not just even the poll i would love to hear it just to just go back and forth because this is something that's just outside of normal for everyone (laughs) And I think that would be a great, like, conversation starter that's outside of everything that's happening right now. It, it, it took us out of the moment for about, you know, a half an hour.
1: An hour. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to ask you. And it, was, you asked, and it was fun. Have you asked anybody else this week that question?
0: Yes. What, I asked what's the people, right? <laughs> yeah. I got one of each. I got the, uh, I think, with my extremities that I shouldn't be thinking with, and no, of course, but... <laughs> If I'm the ex, I'm trying to get in the pants because I, I was there before. And if I'm the new guy, I'm looking at the other guy going, You're trying to get in her pants. Sorry, you? So there's, I got that answer. And I got from a couple of people, and I got um, the. I mean, you don't know why they're exes, maybe they weren't compatible that way, and that's why they're here. You know, maybe they're staying together because they need to like this is the house that they bought together, and they can't get out of it right now financially um there could be a million reasons why they're living together, and you gotta have to you have to get to know that that persona before, and I'm just like that's a very rational thing to say.
1: Well, remember, we've talked Would about stories on this broadcast where people have moved in just a few weeks ago, the lady that moved in uh, or had her ex move in so that they can co-parent, and mm-hmm. uh, where we talked about comedian Amy Schumer and her setup with her husband and then her one-time boyfriend, long-time boyfriend. You know, so it, it's becoming something that, you know, granted from that aspect, it's like they're li- all living together now, you know, and she's married, and lady was married, but I think when you're single, because, you know, it's one of those things where. It changes
0: the dynamic.
1: Yeah, it changes the dynamic. But, yeah, that's why I think that it's uh, hard for guys. I I even think for a good portion of females it would be hard because you're thinking of that one female that's probably walking around your boyfriend uh, feeling really comfortable (laughs) or maybe even snuggling up on them if they're sitting on the couch watching a movie because that's just how she's used to it, you know. Pretty sure on both ends it would be a little bit of uh, some discomfort. So I'm really surprised that you didn't think that guys would have an issue. Oh,
0: no. Tweet your comments to me, please. If you are listening tonight, tweet, my, tweet your comments about what you think. Please, 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 please. I would love to hear it. I would love to have that discussion. With anyone. I would love to. Just not even, a, no bad, no ill will. Your your opinion is your opinion, and I'm not going to ever tell you to change it, but I would love to have that discussion. Mm-hmm. Love to.
1: Yeah. So that is uh, what's going on with that. Since we have a little <coughs> bit of extra time, there actually uh, is a little bit of late breaking news here that I, I have here. Hmm. I can um. The, there's new classic games that have been named as the newest additions to the National Toy Hall of Fame of the black doll named Baby Nancy, Jenga, and Sidewalk Chalk. The games were chosen from a list of 12 contenders, beating out other classics like Bingo, My Little Pony, and I'm going to get this so wrong, Tamagotchi, This according to yeah,
0: no, that's
1: right. Yeah, so their induction into the Hall of Fame puts them in the same league as Barbie, dominoes, and checkers. Uh, But don't think that the list is just for big names. Of course, the Hall of Fame inducted the humble cardboard box back in 2005. Uh, The Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York, heads the Hall of Fame, and it said that it may seem frivolous, but this year has really been a fine example of how toys contribute to joy, laughter, and imagination. Uh, It's really integral to who we are and how we develop. Now, all the toys have very different histories. Released in 1968, Baby Nancy added a dose of diversity and a sea of uh, other dolls. Jenga was inspired by its creator's time, playing with wooden blocks as a child in Africa. Meanwhile, sidewalk chalk has been traced back to uh, the Paleolithic cave art. And... uh, the question about the toys in the process it's a year-long process uh, this year the National Selection Advisory Committee received 3,000 nominations from almost 700 different toys it narrowed it down to a list of 12 finalists the three new toys will appear in an upcoming ex- uh, exhibit at the museum joining 71 other toys in the Hall of Fame and if your favorite toy didn't make the cut there's always a course next year uh, but how many people I can tell you, especially in bars, played in Jenga or the giant version oh, of Jenga.
0: Oh, my hand is up, dude. I, yeah. I'm I'm trying to make myself a Jenga set that has a hole cut in it
1: for um, shot. <laughs> and I was gonna tell you, uh, I think I told you yesterday when you said that I was like, well, if you're gonna do that, you got to make sure all the wooden blocks are uh, even. <laughs> There's been some Jenga fights. right? I tell you, I've seen some great Jenga games. Like, some come all the way down. Like, some that went almost like a half hour. Uh, uh, some really steady hands and some really good people. But, yeah. Uh, sidewalk Chalk. I'm surprised Sidewalk Chalk had not been in there already. But uh, never played with Sidewalk Chalk. Um, what? No.
0: I still play with Sidewalk Chalk. Are you kidding? That's the fun I'm a child at heart. You know this. I am such a kid. Put me in a room with small people, and I'm having a time of my life. Are you kidding? It's great.
1: (laughs) Uh, Nope. Never never played uh, Sidewalk Chalk. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, some other uh, toys that are in there, of course, uh, Monopoly, Raggedy Ann and Andy, they're in there, the Atari 2600 game system. I know video games really started making it uh, in recent years. Um, but, yeah, it's like all those things. It's like it's so cool. Uh, alphabet blocks are in Rubik's
0: there. Rubik's Cubes, Slinky's, I think uh, those are in Rubik's there.
1: Rubik's is actually in there. It was inducted in 2014. Uh, the Slinky was right. inducted in 2000. The Stick in 2008. Uh yeah. Super Soaker is actually in there. And then, of course, uh, I'm looking here, and I don't see laser tag. I'm shocked that laser tag is not in there.
0: That was a hard one to make it in, only because not everybody's played. Like, it's a hard game. You have to have a place around. So if you don't have a place around, you're not going to play it. Whereas, like, cops and robbers that you go out in the, you know, backyard, that you can do. I'm, I'm surprised the can's not there.
1: Uh, the can is not there. Um,
0: yeah, see no. that when I like, kick the can, come on, that's a big deal. That should be in there.
1: If, like if you've you got the cardboard box, you've got the stick.
0: <laughs> you kicking it down the road. That's <laughs> violence. <on> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That, that, because that, I was thinking huh? of
0: the song. Sorry.
1: Well, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. There's a brand new thing I got here. Uh, if you kick, I'm going to give you that line again. If you kick it down the road, that's even worse. Thank you. I'm here all week. (laughs) (laughs) And he is. He is. is. Oh, my does. So the clock on the wall uh, is telling us that uh, we are starting to wind down our time here. Uh, Did you have any shout-outs this week?
0: Um this coming week we do have Veterans Day like you mentioned before, so to all the veterans out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. Veterans mm-hmm. are the ones that have served and are probably still alive. <laughs> Memorial Day is the ones for the ones that passed. Veterans are for the ones that are still alive. So remember that. Thank a veteran, um, any veteran, please, please, please do so. Um that helps along with this democratic process that we have. They they help us Maintain the the life that we have. So thank you for them. My heartfelt thanks to the people that I hold dear. I have a lot of veterans in my life, so thank you to those people. Um, also, happy birthday, mom. She got lucky enough to be born on a holiday. So happy birthday to her. And then we'll go from there. That's 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 all I have. I think.
1: Yes, I would uh, actually uh, echo that same sentiment. Uh, and happy birthday mom and also um also thanks to our wonderful veterans who uh have made the ultimate sacrifice and are, are out there you know twenty four seven defending us and uh or have defended us but also uh a thank you too, because I don't think that a lot of people are going to, they're not gonna get that thanks. But in the battleground states of the election workers who are working around the clock to try and get things settled, (laughs) that hopefully by next week we're not still talking about what we're talking about today. So hopefully things will be situated by next week. Hopefully things will be a lot better for all of you. And, of course, we will be back here next Friday night, same time, here on Blog Talk Radio. For Mary, I am LeVar. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, and good night. Bye.
0: to page one don't forget to get the latest show info on twitter at news comment btr and add us as a podcast on apple